Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Oh, say It's not my bag, but making t-shirts is. So, hey, head over to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Monica Matthews merch. ETSY.com. You do not have to have an account. You can buy my t-shirts and mugs and all that good stuff and hats and uh, as a guest. Thank you for your support. I've had um, a lot of support since I launched it on September the 11th. I thought that would be a good patriotic day to launch my patriotic line. Thank you to Mike uh, Cernovich, like Sonovich out in uh, U.S. Sonovich <laughs> out in uh, Los Angeles. Uh, fantastic investigative reporter, uh, director, producer, uh, all around thought-provoking Mr. Provocateur and all things politics. You can follow him online. He's great. Uh, Wayne Dupree as well. Uh, all my colleagues that uh, retweeted this for me, Debbie D'Souza, Dinesh D'Souza's wife. Thank you so much. And um, yeah, and I look forward to partnering with more people as well and getting my message out there. Um, yeah, which is your message too, which is if you're an American, act like one, what does that mean? That is a great question. And the fact that we have to ask that question means that we are in trouble. So when you wear your t-shirt from my monicamatthews.com and clear talk media, uh, that says, if you're an American act like one, one of many to come, uh, this will be a slogan birthed, a slogan based, uh, clothing line. So I'm excited about that and merch and all kinds of little things and trinkets to remind us, uh, from whence we came and who we are and whose we are actually, uh, be prepared to give an account for that because people are going to ask what that means. It's almost like being a Christian, right? We're told, we're admonished as Christians to know why we believe what we do, not just, well, because. <laughs> so uh, you're going to have to get clear about what it means to be an American. What does that mean? And so when you're standing in the grocery line, I want you to think about that. If someone comes towards you and they see, act like one, and they see American, what is that conversation going to look like for you? I want you to start thinking about that because you're going to have to answer the question. I don't really want it to be, although I want that to be a part of the conversation. Hey, there's this really cool uh, talk show lady that you that I want you should listen to, Monica Matthews. Uh, that would be fantastic. But I want the conversation to go a little bit broader and deeper than that. Uh, you know, spread out your tent pegs and be able to give an account for why you are a patriot of this country because people are really are political refugees right now. 
And the more you understand about why you subscribe to what you subscribe to as a patriot, um, and the more eloquent and concise and quickly your little 15-second elevator pitch to somebody who may see you in one of my shirts, um, the better off you're going to be. And and do it with the intention of, um, of connecting, of connecting the dots for somebody, and albeit in a very brief period of time. I don't encourage you to get into arguments over doctrine or the Constitution or any of that. Just be ready and be prepared with something unifying to say about this nation and what it means to be an American uh, to you. You know, make it thought-provoking. Make it, um, you know, make it prick someone's heart and their mind. We tend to vote with emotions. And so, you know, I didn't put anything about President Trump on it because my, my brand is not only about President Trump. My brand is about whomever and whatever it's going to take for us to preserve the infrastructure of this nation as it relates to our constitutional republic. So thank you for joining me in that effort. Again, you can go to etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Monica Matthews merch. It will come up on my website in the coming weeks. We are actually probably within the next week. So you'll be able to go directly to my website and purchase that. But for now, Etsy is my sole store. And again, I thank you to all of my colleagues in media who have been so kind in retweeting and promoting. I really do appreciate you. So go check those guys out. Mike Cernovich, um, Wayne Dupree's awesome. And Debbie D'Souza, talk about just a fireball, uh, which you would have to being married to Dinesh because he is one of the smartest people I know. <laughs> and um, and boy, Debbie's been through it uh, coming from Venezuela and understanding where this country is headed and what's at stake. And so those two are just the ultimate power couple in my mind. I love following her on Twitter. I encourage you to do the same. Speaking of reticular activating system and what makes this country so great. So whether or not you think this is great, there's a group of black families uh, who plan to start their own racism-free city on 90 acres of communally owned land in my state in Georgia. The Freedom Georgia Initiative includes more than a dozen families and is intended to create a safe space for black families. The project is being led by real estate agent Ashley Scott and her friend entrepreneur Renee Walters. The women were driven to pursue the settlement after the high-profile killings of black individuals like George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery. Um, Miss Scott goes on to say, watching our people protesting in the streets while it is important and I want people to stay out in the streets, bringing attention to the injustices of black people, we needed to create a space and a place where we could be a village again, a tribe again. Miss Scott told CNN, we wanted to, this is, this is the independent, this is made international news. The independent is out of the UK. She goes on to say, we wanted to create the safe space where we can address our own issues and concerns. The, I'm not sure what those are. The women pitched their idea to friends and family members and the group pulled their resources and purchased land in unincorporated Wilkinson County, just outside Tombsboro, just outside. You like that? Tombsboro, Georgia. Tombsboro, Georgia. The land cost $1.7 million. Miss Scott told Insider that for the same amount for a small apartment in New York, you could own a whole city. <laughs> See, this is what's happening. I don't know where Miss Scott is from, but the great black and white and all other sane people flight out of New York, this is what's going to happen. They're going to come and purchase a city near you. So I wonder how many other segregated cities will pop up around the nation. I'm kind of curious about how the infrastructure is going to work, though. Like, how will my tax dollars be allocated for their infrastructure, which apparently is supposed to start up here soon? Um, 
The settlement is intended to be a safe space where black families can thrive, Ms. Scott said. The community is not intended to be racially, racially homogenous. Well, that's too bad because there's only one race, so I'm not, I'm not sure who else is going to be allowed there. It's not even about being just a black thing, she said. It's about having a place where we can all be proud and have human dignity, honor, respect, and equity. There's that other E word, equity. Notice it's not equality amongst our black people because we have black talent, end quote. I don't know what black talent is. I know that there are God-given talents and gifts. I don't, I don't know that he differentiated between black talent and white talent and Latino talent and Greek talent. And I mean, they're different cultures. And so there are different expressions of creativity, And to whatever degree a person applies themselves to said talent and gift to perfect it because they were created equal to be able to do so, equal but not the same because God did not give everyone anything but the measure of faith. Notice it's not a measure of faith. The Bible says it's the measure of faith because he is a God of equality. So everyone has the measure of faith, which is why even people who profess not to believe anything believe that. They believe something. They believe that they don't have to believe in anything. They believe in themselves because we have been coded to worship something, even if it's ourselves, even if it's our dogs, even if it's our gardens, even if it's our hair. I mean, we have been conditioned we, we have not been conditioned. We have been created. Speaking of condition, reticular activating system. Uh, I think I mentioned that at the beginning of the show. So a couple of years ago, uh, one of our state legislators who happens to be a black female um, accused a gentleman in the grocery store line of telling her to go back where she came from. Now, immediately, my thought, and this was during the whole hype of the president or someone saying, you know, if you don't like it here, go back where you came from. <laughs> so, um, so Miss Thomas takes it upon herself to find offense with what this man allegedly said. The news cameras are called. She cries racist, and he's a white guy. Well, turns out the dude is actually Latino, and he's a Democrat. So, and he didn't tell her to go back to where she came from. He was basically telling her to get the hell in the back of the line because he didn't understand why she and her mother were breaking to the front of the line. Because he also didn't understand that they had been told to move to another register. He was likely sitting there frustrated, waiting. You know how that goes. And he's like, well, what are you doing? Get back there. Get in the back. Right. I mean, but because when people are conditioned to see and hear what they want to see and hear, they will always see and hear what they want to see and hear. I always say in my travels, I've always said this, you will find whatever you are looking for. For years, I would travel to Los Angeles, and I loved it. I, you could not pay me to travel to Los Angeles at this point. Thank God I did not lose my daughter entirely to that godforsaken state. But when she graduated from USC out there, after four long, arduous years of traveling 2,200 miles back and forth to uh, you know offset this or to stave off this indoctrination uh, of, a, of a left coast university, a think tank of just... Craziness. Speaking of reticular activating systems, 
And so, but I would fly out there before she attended college and I loved it. I love the coastline. I love the people, mainly the people in Malibu because they're beach people. And so am I, but I never really encountered the snobs and the craziness. I I just, I, I never encountered that. I also wasn't looking for that. And so your reticular activating system is actually a neurological phenomenon. It's, it's something that the brain does that once you have trained it to see something, you become, it's almost like Pavlov's dog, right? Like Pavlov's theory. So you, as soon as you, uh, some people become so trained by things that as soon as they smell it or they hear it or they see it, or there's something in their body that gets triggered and it starts in the mind. It's also the same thing as, um, you know, women who think they might be pregnant, and maybe they don't want to be and they look around or they're scared they are and they look around and every single freaking thing in the world involves a baby. You see pregnant women everywhere. You've got a bassinet. You've got daddies and and every commercial you watch, it's all about babies, right? And so that's your reticular activating system paying attention to things that have always been there. But for whatever reason, you are zeroed in on that sucker for good, bad or indifferent. Um, or maybe it's an ex of yours and you, every time you see a license plate about them, you know, maybe they're from Texas. And so everything around you becomes very Texan, uh, very Texas oriented reticular activating system. You can look it up. It's actually, it's a pretty remarkable phenomenon. It's, it, it's a remarkable thing that we again have been created with. Um, it is meant to, uh, serve us. It is not to meant. It is not meant to be a deterrent and to cause you to run to South Georgia and create a segregated community because you have forgotten that whether you're black or white or gold or purple or pink or green or anything in between, uh, the human condition is the human condition. I give this thing about eighteen months of basically because they're counting on black developers, female owned uh, realtors, uh, realty companies. It's all very minority centric. Um, I give it about 18 to, I don't know, 26 months before the whole thing just silently goes away into the night. Um, because, because kind of like the libertarians, you won't be able to coalesce long enough to actually get something done. And I don't think you're going to find enough people who want to operate above board, who aren't going to want to kick back, who aren't going to want to lead Wakanda. I just don't think you're going to find that. And I don't say Wakanda to be disparaging because this is how these ladies have described the reality that they want to create in this. uh, I think it's going to be called Freedom City. That's what they want to create is Wakanda. But if you watch Wakanda, you're probably you might be surprised uh, by the outcome of that. So speaking of watching things, how many of you have deleted your Netflix account? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm torn about whether or not I want to delete the entire account because, because here, here's the thing. Do I believe that these little kids, these little girls have been sexualized in this Netflix? What's the name of this stupid thing? Uh, the, the cuties. Um, do I believe they've been sexualized? Yes, I do. Uh, you do realize that there were parents involved in this entire process, right? Like it wasn't just some sick movie producer who kidnapped these kids and held them at gunpoint and made them gyrate in front of the cameras and touch themselves and participate in this type of, you know, uh, of documentary or, or movie making. Um, no, there were parents involved. Okay. And, um, you also realize that on any given Friday night in any, 
um, in any town or city, especially in urban areas uh, where there's a Friday night football game complete with cheerleaders that you're probably going to find some of your 11 to 13, 15, 16 year old girls doing some of the same things that these little girls do, but on a football field. And it's kind of cute because it's your kid with those stupid bows that are too big for their heads that I will never understand. And, uh, and you've paid for the booster club for God's sake. So you have, you know, you have seniority there. Um, and you're part of the in crowd and because your daughter's a cheerleader, she is too. doesn't matter what she's, you know, gyrating. And so you have that going on in America as well. Um, but for some reason people are, and I have not seen it. I'm going to force myself to watch it after listening to Nancy Grace the other day about it. I don't know that I want to see it, honestly. Um, but I feel like I need to, to be able to have an honest conversation about it. Um, as a mother, of course it bothers me as a decent human being. Of course it bothers me as someone who has been a victim of pedophilia. Of course it bothers me. I also see the false piety in how a lot of people are uh, behaving around this and um, and the sanctimony and also the, the sickening way people are responding to people like Tulsi uh, Gabbard, who, who came out and said, this is ridiculous. I mean, there, there needs to be a Fed investig- congressional investigation on it. The, the Dar- Department of Justice needs to get involved. And she was lambasted by her own. Um, people who appear to be uh, pedophile friendly. I'm not saying, you know, that, that what they did is right. What I'm saying is that I think we need to check our own hearts and minds around, is it different because it's coming through Netflix? Is it any different coming through Netflix than it is um, on a football field on any given Friday night in any city or rural area, especially in Georgia, on the South on a Friday night? especially in your urban areas. I mean, I've seen things that would make strip clubs go look like, you know, I don't know what, but, um, yeah, I mean, I I feel like it, I don't know. I just kind of feel like there's a little bit of a soul check that needs to happen there with us and what we think is decent and what isn't decent. And clearly whatever these goofballs at Netflix have produced, um, is indecent, uh, but let me tell you something. It's it's probably a reality that a lot of your 11-year-old girls are living. And you don't want to hear that. The way Nancy Grace described one of the scenes in this thing about one of these little 11-year-olds taking shots of her private parts, apparently, and then sharing that, that is exactly what your children are doing. Some of your daughters have signed up for fans, uh, only fan. Right? Fan only? Only fan. That's it. Only fan. Only fans. That's it, I think. It's a website where it's a subscription-based deal. And you can take naked pictures of yourself. You can stand there and look cute. You can pick your nose. You can file your toenails, you know, whatever. Um, and people will literally pay to see you do all of these, anything that anything from something benign. They just want to look at you. They want to know that they have special access to you. Right, your kids are signing up for these things, and your grandkids. I'm just telling you, you have to wake up to what's really going on around us. So it's not just Netflix, it's not just Hollywood, it's in your home, it's already in your kids' hands. Reticular activating system. Your kids have been conditioned to believe that their sexuality is paramount above all things, that that is where their worth comes from, that that is worth idolizing that is going to open doors for them, 
So you're going to have to do a little bit of undoing where your kids are concerned and start having hard conversations with them um, and making sure that they understand what their worth is rooted in. All right. Uh, speaking of worth, uh, here's what my worth says. I'm hungry. I'm going to have dinner now. My amazing uh, boyfriend has made a phenomenal uh, a dinner <laughs> that I'm missing out on because I wanted to come spend some time with you today like I do Monday through Thursday. You can catch my podcast right here Monday through Thursday, whatever medium you're listening on, this is where you will find me. Uh, I'm also going to start doing a lot more video type work as well, uh, working on some coaching series uh, that I look forward to bringing forward for uh, for some of you, and I'll have all of that up on the website soon. But for now, you can also uh, hit me up for my merchandise at etsy.com forward slash um, store forward slash Monica Matthews merch is the name of my store. Uh, I look forward to being back with you tomorrow. Remember to share, 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 share. Thank you again for your support. Um, Thank you for sharing my merchandise. Get ready for those conversations. If you're going to be wearing my shirts or carrying my mugs, especially to work, you're going to have to get ready to have the conversation and make it unifying. Whatever you do, make it unifying. Okay, until tomorrow, be good to your neighbor, beginning your own mirror. And remember, if you're an American, act like one.